Yo, what is up, everybody? It's your boy Ray Ray coming at you with another Fat Boy Takes. What is going on, everybody? I hope you are all having a good afternoon. And yes, I said good afternoon because I woke up early enough to do this part in the afternoon. I'm a little tired, so sorry if I sound tired. Your boy been working a shit ton of hours, you know, trying to get the money. But yeah, uh, today I'm gonna try something new. I'm gonna do like I'm gonna do the pot in two parts. I usually do the pot in one sitting, but today I'm gonna do it in two parts because uh, I'm gonna do my strategy, like how I'm gonna draft in my draft today, because I draft today. So hopefully the FF gods bless me with a good draft and they shit on everybody else that's in my league. Hopefully they draft like shit. Uh, but yeah, so the pod's gonna be in two parts today. So I'm pretty sure you're gonna notice. That I'll talk about I'm gonna well obviously I'm gonna give my strategy because I can't upload the pod until Saturday because the dudes I draft with obviously listen to it so I don't want them to know my strategy but yeah so I'll do the pod in two parts today hopefully it doesn't sound weird hopefully it's cool it, it turns out good uh, but yeah uh, so today we're gonna do drafting my strategy a uh, couple of tips uh, and then uh, I want to talk about the Andrew Luck situation, about him retiring, uh, about him getting some hate, uh, how I feel about it. Well, who knows? I know some of you don't give a shit how I feel, but whatever. Let's talk about it. I'm also going to be talking about the FIBA, te- the FIBA national team. Uh, I noticed they've been getting a lot of shit. A lot of people think the team's not that good because not all the superstars signed up. Uh, but a lot of you guys are wrong. Uh, I don't think the team is shit. I think the team is actually pretty good. And, uh, yeah. So, that's what's on tap for today on Fatboy Takes. Uh, so, hopefully this pod turns out good. Because I'm pretty sure it's going to be kind of fucking weird. Since I'm going to do it in two parts. Uh, but the reason I want to do it in two parts, obviously, I don't want them to know my strategy. But also, in our league, some of the people that draft do some really dumb shit. Like last year, one of my buddies drafted like a like a defense in the fifth round. He didn't even have two good running backs. He had like some fucking trash ass running backs, and my man drafted a defense without having good running backs. So yeah, then I'll be able to kind of talk about that stuff too. That's why I kind of want to do it in two parts. Yep. So that's pretty much it for the intro. And also, I wanted to say thank you all that have been listening. Uh, I've noticed that I've been getting a lot of hits. Well, not a lot, but, you know, a lot for me. So thank you uh, to all the people that support me from Cali, the people from Boston, Florida. I really appreciate it. You guys are badass. Uh, And, yep, that's pretty much it. Hopefully the pod turns out good because, like I said, I'm trying something. But, yeah, boys, let's get to it. All right, so basically my strategy basically is going to be, well, ours is an eight-man PPR league. So basically... Whatever number I draft, I don't really give a shit what number I draft. I'm going to be honest. I'm just going to try to follow my game plan no matter what. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, fuck it. I donated 50 fucking dollars. Wouldn't be the first time I donated $50 because I haven't won the chip yet. So until I win the chip, I am donating $50 to the pot. All right. So basically, uh, say if I get number one, it's a no fucking brainer. Saquon Barkley. If I go number two, Camara. Uh, if I go number three, I'm not getting Zeke. I am not going to risk that man not playing uh, the first four games. Because what if I take four L's because of that man? And automatically I'm already in a hole. Yes, the dude that won our league last year went like on a crazy run. 
But I don't think that's going to happen again. Like, that shit was wild. I don't believe it will ever happen again. My man won, was like on an eight-game win streak or something crazy like that after starting the season like 0-5. So I don't know if, if that's going to ever happen again. I don't want to risk it, so I'm not going to try to get Zeke if I go number three. I'm not really too big on McCaffrey. I don't know if the man is that good. I don't know. Like, it's just kind of like in the air. And also McCaffrey has been injured a couple of times before. So I don't know. I'm not really sold on McCaffrey. So if I go number three, uh, also I'm not going Gurley because I'm afraid that Gurley is definitely not going to be there for the playoffs just because of the arthritis. Um, so I don't know. Like I, if I, I guess I got to see what's available. Like if I draft three or four, uh, I might even go Le'Veon three or four, to be honest. I don't care. Everybody has him like eight, nine. Uh, he's up there. He's not. They And also you have James Conner. I can go James Conner. I can go that route. Uh, so basically, I am going to go running back first pick no matter what. I don't fucking care who's available. I am going to draft the absolute best running back there is and depending on what number i draft uh obviously we do snake so if you go if you pick number one uh you have to wait for like a long ass time to pick again so whatever so if i pick number one whatever whatever what picks one and two i'm getting a running back basically there's two ways you can build a team you can go two super sick running backs or two really good wide receivers uh and you can do, like, if you do the two running backs way, you have to do two really good running backs and then two okay receivers. And if you, and then vice versa, if you do two really good wide receivers, you go, you well, you have no choice. You have to get like whatever running backs are left that are decent. Um, so I'm gonna try to go with uh, a. So that's the two running backs. So I'm gonna try to get two really good running backs when I draft. And then I'm going to go for uh, two decent receivers. Uh, so basically, my picks one and two are going to be running backs. My picks three and four are going to be receivers. I'm literally going to go for the best receivers available. That I, Well, the best receivers I think are available. So I'm going to do that. And then for my fifth pick, I will probably get another good running back if there's still a good running back left. Uh, the reason I do that is because I like flexing a running back, uh, especially a, a running back that's like a RB1 for the team because he's going to get a lot of touches. And I just, I don't know, i rather put a running back. But also, you can do a receiver. I don't really like flexing the tight ends. That's just me because unless you have a really, really good tight end you and you and you flex them, like you got to flex two actually. So you have to have one really good top tight end and then you got to hope that you get another good one, which I doubt because last year the tight end position was really, really hard to get points by it. So I don't know if I want to do that. But like I said, first two picks are getting spent on RBs. Picks three and four on wide receivers. Pick five, I'm going to try to see if there's a really good receiver left or a really good running back left. I prefer running back, but some dudes get another receiver so they can flex them. So I'm going to do that, and after I pick, I have those five things set, I am going to try to get me a tight end. I'm trying to get me a top-tier tight end. 
So we'll see. Like, I don't mind getting a good tight end in the fifth just because last year, like I said, the scoring was so damn hard for the tight end position. So, you know, I'm trying to get me a, a top-tier tight end. Hopefully that will balance out, like, if my receivers are not super amazing. Hopefully having a really, really good tight end in the, in the tight end position will, like, balance it out. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to try to get a tight end in the fifth round. And if I'm able to get a really good tight end in the fifth round, then I'm just going to go for a quarterback. So I'm going to get an, a quarterback, and after I get my first quarterback, I'm just going to start plugging. Like, I'm going to start, I'm going to look for another running back, so I have a good backup running back. So I'll probably end up with four running backs, uh, and then three or four receivers, and obviously one tight end, two tight ends. So I'm going to go for two tight ends. Um, so basically... Pick six and seven, uh, so quarterback six, uh, seven uh, wide receiver, uh, probably eight, um, maybe a defense, and then pick nine, uh, a kicker, and that's like pretty much my strategy. Like I said, it's all up to how you guys want to do it. I like doing the two, the two solid running backs and two okay receivers and then trying to get a really good flex and well this is the first year that i try to get me a really really good tight end and like i said the reason being that i really i want a really really good tight end because last year it was just fuck man it was so hard if you if you were did a league last year you know how hard it was to get points from that tight end position so you know i'm just trying to cover all my bases i'm trying to cover all my buys as well so, you know i'm trying to get dubs especially when my when my first round pick uh doesn't play so i'm trying to get dubs you know i'm just trying to win as much as possible obviously you're all trying to win as much as possible yeah so we'll see how the two solid running backs and the two okay receivers turns out and the good tight end turns out hopefully i'm able to draft like that because not Every time you get lucky enough to draft like that, it all—it's all gonna depend on what people give you. Like my buddies were over here, like, yeah, do the pot about this, about about drafting, and it's like we don't even know what number we draft yet. So how am I just gonna do it? And then I'm just like, well, they're right. I can just definitely talk about my strategy, and that's my strategy. Uh, I don't know any sleepers. I haven't really done any research on the sleepers. Uh, cause I don't know. To me, that's just a big ass risk. Cause you really don't know if they're going to perform or not. And it's like I don't want to waste a pick. I'm literally trying to pick the best squad I possibly can. Well, the best squad to me. So that's my goal is to just two really good running backs, two whatever receivers, really good tight end, and then just plug whatever I need after that. That's pretty much my strategy. I will let you guys know how it goes. Uh, I will definitely show you my squad. If you guys are interested in looking, I will post it uh, on the pod description. Uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much it for my strategy. And a couple of tips. Just be careful with drafting like Zeke, Melvin, Gordon because you're still holding out. And especially be careful with Melvin because... It looks like he's the, he's going to be holding out for a while. Because if the Chargers are able to win without Eckler, 
that man is screwed. He ain't he ain't he don't got no leverage if they're what taking dubs with Eckler. So just be careful with Melvin Gordon. Uh obviously with Zeke. Uh also Julio Jones about to get paid. They're saying that their contract talks are really close. So you guys are good to draft Julio Jones. Um yeah, that's pretty much it. Hopefully I fucking have a good draft. Let's pray to the fucking fantasy gods that your boy gets a good draft. Good luck to everybody, uh, except for the people in my league. Fuck you, motherfuckers. So I just listened to the stuff I recorded yesterday, because uh, remember I said I was going to do two parts, and man, my strat kind of stayed the same. Uh, I was able to get Le'Veon, because I drafted number five, so he was still on the board at five. Uh, obviously, I was right about Seiko, and he went number one, then McCaffrey went number two, Kamara went three, uh, and then... I was surprised that Hopkins went four, and then Le'Veon fell to me, and then Odell went six, David Johnson went seven, and then Devontae went eight in our league. I was really surprised, though, that uh, uh, Hopkins went to, well, I knew Hop- I knew Hopkins was going to go high, but I thought my buddy was going to go for a running back, but whatever, I guess he has a different strat. Um, I was able to get another solid running back, I was able to get Joe Mexican in the second round, uh, I know I, I don't know why the hell I said I wanted to get a defense at 8. I was wilding when I said that. I did not get a defense at 8. I think I got it at 11. Um, so that was pretty good. And then uh, for my third pick, I was able to get Omari. And then I got Edelman as my fourth round pick. I was able to, I got two really solid receivers. I got lucky. And for my fifth round, I was able to get a top tight end. I was able to get Evan Ingram. Um, so I was I lucked out with that, and then I I drafted Austin Eckler for my flex. So I was able to get the flex like I wanted, a decent flex. I'm sure he's gonna be the RB one uh, until Melvin Gordon comes back. That's if he even comes back. And then uh, for my seventh pick, I was able to I was able to get Tyler Lockett. So I was able to get another receiver. And then I drafted my quarterback at eight. I was able to get Watson. So that was pretty cool. I have a good running, uh, get a QB, and then I drafted another tight end at nine, uh, David Nijoku from the from the Browns. So that's pretty chill right there. And then I round ten, I went, I got Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan fell to ten, and then I drafted the defense round eleven. I drafted the Jaguars D, and for the twelfth pick, I was able to get Sanders. Uh, for my thirteenth pick, I was I got Peyton Barber. And my kicker, I drafted him at 14th, Will Lutz. And I was able to get Russell Wilson in round 15. I don't know, he was there. Uh, and then I did. I wasn't paying attention to the last pick, so I ended up with Rashard Penny. But overall, I feel like I had a solid draft. A lot of my buddies uh, drafted pretty well, but there was some questionable shit going on. Like, Patrick Mahomes went super, super high. Uh, he was picked in the fifth round. Like, I, I don't know. My buddy just was like, fuck it. I'm going to go after him. I'm going to get my guy. I want him. I was like, okay, dude. Fuck it. So, that was one of the weird things. Who knows? They'll pay off. We'll see. Uh, I know my buddy uh, drafted a lot of Bills players. I don't know how that's going to work out for him. But I guess he has a strat. I don't know his strat. You see what I mean? That weird shit goes on that's why i don't i don't i didn't know if i wanted to just do the whole pod in one sitting but 
yeah, I'm kind of glad I waited. Thanks to my buddies, they told me to wait. Uh, so yeah, but the draft went good. And also, you know, what's cool about drafting, you know, it's like you get to, well, us, it's eight of us. So, you know, we get together, we have some drinks, and we just sh- shoot the shit. It's, it's a good time, man, you know. Fantasy should just be about chilling with your boys and doing fun shit with them and talking shit to them. Uh, so I hope all of you guys had a good draft. I feel like I had a good draft. Um, hopefully I win the fucking league. I have yet to win the, the league. Oh, and also we have a fucking trophy. So that's pretty cool. I'm trying to get that fucking trophy. You feel me? I'm like, bruh, I need that. But let's see how it goes. Hopefully uh, I take it. Because, man. And then also uh, a lot of us, a lot of my buds had problems with the ESPN app. They wouldn't let them take them off auto draft. That was like super weird. But even though those dudes had an auto draft, dude, dude, they ended up with super solid squads. It's pretty fucking crazy. That auto draft shit is, is not bad. It will draft you a super solid team. Cause I'm pretty sure it picks like the best player available for you. But yeah, overall the draft party was cool. Uh, I streamed the, the draft on Twitch, but. Uh, I didn't really announce anything because I didn't release the pot, obviously, because I couldn't. But that's fine. Maybe I'll do more stuff like that. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, super solid draft for me. Uh, hopefully, I win. Um, let's see how it goes. Um, yeah, so with that being said, good luck to everybody out there that's drafting today or that drafted already. Good luck. I hope you guys do well in your, in your leagues. Uh, well, yeah, now let's get on to this man, Andrew Luck. So the man, uh, retired. Um, let me just say, uh, I, it's, I agree with this decision. You know, it's his life. Let him do what he's going to do. Uh, if he just didn't have it in him because he was, that injury sucked the fun out of football for him, then, you know, fuck it, dude. You got to do what you got to do. You got to do what makes you happy. And I guess him retiring makes him happy. Um, I'm just going to, I'm talking about, I'm going to talk about this, like, from, to like from the fans' perspective as well, and his obviously, um, because I don't want you guys to get all upset saying that, like, oh, why are you saying that it's a bad thing that he did that, and blah blah blah. I'm gonna say why it's like bad. Well, bad for the fans, like, I can see why he got booed. Like, a lot of you are like, oh, you guys are dicks for booing him, blah blah blah. Like, it sucks he got booed, but I can see why he got booed. And, yeah, well, so basically, you know, uh, they, the organization kind of knew Luck was already going to retire. Obviously, they had to negotiate his buyout. So, they this is, like, kind of why the fans might be upset. Because, obviously, they knew the man was going to retire. So, because they had to buy him out to, to so he can retire. So, uh, basically, obviously, they were negotiating that. I guess they knew, and they could have did a press conference. They could have announced it Thursday, but they didn't. They could have announced it Friday. They they were planning to have a Friday presser, and then they just they scrapped it. And then um, uh, Adam Schaefer actually tweeted it out. So I'm sure that that kind of like forced them. It seems like they weren't planning on announcing his retirement because. It just doesn't add up that Adam Schaefer tweeted it out, and then the next day at at three up three p.m. random ass time they're having a, he's having a press conference talking about how he's retiring and all this. 
and my man looked like he was in gym clothes. So, like, it just, I don't know. I can see why the fans are kind of pissed because it just doesn't make sense. Like, oh, yo, uh, it kind of seems like Adam Schaefer dropping that that Twitter bomb kind of forced them to, like, announce his retirement. Even though they already knew, that's what it sounds like to me, at least. And I'm pretty sure a lot of, a lot of fans are thinking that. And you're asking, why would why would they do that? Well, just think about it. Like, you guys got to think about the NFL, the NBA, the MLB. It's all a business. No matter what, you know, they got to make money. They have to absolutely make money. That's a lot of us just, like, you know, we see it as, like, you know, obviously they're delivering a parodic. It's entertainment. They, you know, it's a business. So if, if you're a business, you're trying to make all the money you can, correct? Like, especially like that. You're trying to sell as many season tickets as you can. So it kind of seems like they were just waiting and waiting and waiting so they can just sell more and more season tickets. Because it just doesn't make sense that they knew, but they didn't say anything. So it's like, uh, what the hell? Like, why haven't you guys said anything knowing damn well you fucking know? So it just seems like, you know, that they waited so they can sell more season tickets. Uh, but... Whatever, you know, that's just how, how I see it. But it ma- it makes sense. If I was a businessman, I'd do that shit. As fucked up as it sounds, I would do it. I'd try to make some damn money. It's a business. If I'm not making money as a businessman, I'm fucking up as a businessman. So, yeah. <laughs> so I can see why they did that. But uh, that's just, I don't know, I just think it's kind of shitty that they did that. For the fans, obviously, it sucks. So I can see why he got booed. It was just so random. It was out of nowhere. Like, obviously, nobody had an idea. Uh, Obviously, the organization knew, but they just kept it tight. They didn't say anything. Um, And then another reason the the fans are probably really, really pissed at him because you guys got to think about it. He had had the best, the the second best, well, it's, it's, it was like, the best season of his career, uh, one of the best seasons of his career, he threw one less touchdown than that year he threw for 40 touchdowns. He threw 39 touchdowns. He had a monster season. So, And he was literally, he's 30, he's about to enter his prime. So it's kind of like, oh shit, man. My boy's about to enter his prime. He's about to start, he's, you know, our team's, our team's pretty solid. We're going to compete. We're gonna we're gonna see how it goes next year. We have a good old line. Shit's starting to come together for us. You know, let's go. Let's try to win a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? And then it's just like, psych, I'm retiring. And it's like, oh shit, that shit must have been like a punch to the gut to everybody. Like, oh damn it, like what the fuck? And then it's just kind of like, mm, damn. So I, you know, I can understand why the fans are upset. Like. The team was supposed to be pretty damn good. Um, and now, who knows? We got to wait and see what they look like without him. And I'm I'm pretty sure a lot of the people are upset because, you know, they got rid of Peyton Manning for him. And everybody knew they loved Peyton Manning. Like, Peyton Manning was like their boy. Like, they loved that dude. So they got rid of their boy Peyton for luck. So I can see why the fans were pissed about that as well. Which is totally cool, you know, because he still loved Luck. But it just sucks that he had to retire early. So I see why they were mad, because he lost Peyton. 
they could have, you know, had like two two more years of pain, three more years of pain, but you know, they didn't go that route. They got rid of him for luck. So I can see why the fans are pissed. Everybody knew knows how much Indianapolis love Manning. That man could do no fucking wrong in their eyes. So yeah. So I can see why the fans are mad about that. Also, like it's just a business, man. You guys gotta understand that. It's a just I gotta I gotta keep bringing that up to you guys because it's like fuck. It sucks for the people that bought season tickets to see the team play with Andrew Luck. And, you know, I can see why people are demanding refunds because it's like, shit, this is not what I pay for. The perfect example would be going to a restaurant and ordering something and they bring you the completely wrong thing. It's like all of you know you are going to be a little bit upset and you're going to be like, yo, this isn't what I ordered. Can I please get what I ordered? So it's... That's like the best way to put it. So I can see why they're upset. Like, and I I know a lot of you are shitting on those people that booed them. They're like, that sucks. But you, you guys got to see it from their perspective too. It's like, man, I just paid all this money and he's retiring. It sucks. So it's like, I like I said, I understand both sides. I know why he did it. He did it for his health. So good for him. Hopefully he, you know... Does something, you know, that makes him happy. Because obviously football wasn't making him happy. So good for him. But I'm just trying to I'm just trying to say what a couple of fans are upset. So, you know, if people are upset, leave them alone. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Hopefully he's happy. Better for him. He gets to spend time with his family. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, Andrew. Look, like I said, I, I understand both sides. I see why people are upset. And it... It sucks for everybody. It just doesn't suck for... It sucks for everybody. You know, we're going to miss watching him play. Obviously, he's a really good player. So, it sucks. Uh, all right, all right. Enough about Andrew Luck. Um, let's talk about the FIBA USA national team. So, a lot of you motherfuckers keep shitting on these young guys. We dead ass need to support these young dudes. These are the dudes that are literally going to be playing... For the national team in the next Olympics. You got it like in 2024. Not the 2020, but in 2024. Think about it. KD's gonna be like 35. LeBron will probably be out of the league. He's gonna be 39. Melo is already out of the league. Like, think about it. Everybody's gonna be out of the league already. All the heavy hitters like KD, LeBron. Well, KD will probably still be in the league, but no more LeBron. Like I said, Melo's already out of the league. Like, Kyrie, you know, Kyrie will be, what, like, 32, something like that. I think he's 28 right now. Like, I don't know. These are the dudes we got to support these dudes. These are going to be the dudes playing for the national team in 2024. So, it's like, I don't understand how a lot of you guys are trying to shit on them when they're literally going to be the ones playing in 2024. So this will probably be the 2024 squad. Well, most of these dudes will be on the team for the 2024 squad. Also, like, you guys are mad about them losing a fucking exhibition game? Let me hit you with this classic. We're talking about practice here. We're talking about practice here. You guys remember that shit? I'm sure most of you motherfuckers remember that shit. Yeah, it's a fucking exhibition game. It's a fucking practice game. Why the fuck are they going to be going ham as fuck in a fucking exhibition game? Like, oh man, it sucks they lost. But dude, you guys are acting like they lost the game. 
in the FIBA World Cup already. You guys need to chill the fuck out. I know the defense looks a little shaky, but I'm pretty sure by the time the tournament rolls around, they'll be fine. And also, a lot of you guys are, like, trying to shit on the Celtics players. Because I'm sure you guys probably hate the C's. But you guys do realize that Campbell Walker has literally been the best player on the FIBA national team. So Campbell Walker's been the best player, followed by Donovan Mitchell. And then Jalen Brown has been the third best player. Like, stat-wise, like, he has been the third best player. And then Jason Tatum has been, like, the sixth best player. After Jason Tatum, the drop-off is insane. Like, if you look at the combined stats, it's like, holy fuck. Dude, after the sixth man, after Tatum, it is incredibly bad. So check it out. Literally, after Tatum, it's Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is shooting horrible from horrible from three he's shooting 23% from three he's playing really bad right now Derek White is also playing bad Joe Harris is also playing bad Brooke Lopez is playing bad so is Mason Plumley. the only dude that literally gets a pass is Marcus Smart because my man's only played like 26 minutes in the three games combined. Like, he's trying to come back from an injury. But other than that, Chris Middleton been playing like dog shit. Derek White been playing bad. Joe Harris. Mason Plumley, Brooke Lopez. So it's like, we, you guys are all getting mad at the wrong players. Like, you guys are like, oh, no, these guys suck. And it's literally Kemba, Jalen, Jason, Harrison Barnes, Miles Turner, Mitchell, Walker. Those are the only dudes that have been balling for the national team. Every other dude has been playing like poop. Like absolute poop. Come on. Chris Middleton is a three-point sniper. How is my man shooting 23%? Like, bro, that's wild. Like, shit. What's going on, my man? And Jalen Brown is, is shooting 71% right now from the field. It's going to go down, obviously, but it just goes to show that my man is like getting quality shots. And then Campbell shooting 46%. Turner shooting 68%. Harrison Barnes is shooting 48%. Tatum is struggling a little bit shooting-wise. He's shooting 31%, but he's shooting the three ball at 40%. And then... Uh, Jalen is shooting the three ball at 75%. He's only taking four attempts, but still, that's pretty damn good. 75%. And then, it's just like, damn. So, and then, Kemba's averaging 17 points. Donovan's averaging 12. Jalen's averaging 11. Turner, 9. Barnes, 8. Tatum, 8. After that, here we go, boys. Derek White, 4 points. Chris Middleton, 5 points. Joe Harris, 3 points. Smart, three points. Brooke Lopez, three points. Mason Plumley, two points. Like, bruh, you guys literally got to stop hating on the six players balling. And we got to start shitting on the other dudes. Because those other dudes are way better than they are playing. Especially Chris Middleton. My man just got a fat ass payday. Like, who knows? Hopefully, they all turn it around. 
they get it together and they start balling when the tournament starts because I'm I'm trying to see these guys win, man. Like everybody's been destroying the the, the national team, bro. Oh, Damian Lillard's not there. All the heavy hitters are not there. Who cares? What do you mean? Who fucking cares? If you a ball fan, you're gonna support this squad, like unless you're a chump, bro. Like, come on, man. This is the national team, so we're just gonna start shitting on the national team because all the superstars on are not on there. Come on, man. Get your shit together. Let's support the boys because I'm pretty sure they're gonna take that gold. Hey, but Australia looking legit though. Not gonna lie. Obviously, Spain is good. It's going to be interesting. The only thing that sucks is that the games are like at weird-ass times because it's in China. But, yeah. So, I want to say about the FIBA national team, we got to stop shitting on them. We really, really, really got to fucking support them more than more now than ever because, you know, it's all young dudes. Hopefully, these young dudes show out because they got a lot of fucking haters, man. So, yeah. That's pretty much it for today's pod. Thank you to everybody that's been listening to the pod. I really appreciate it. I started an Instagram. Uh, follow me. Uh, it's uh, at FatboyTakes. And the Twitter is also at FatboyTakes. Um, I'm going to start the FB page soon. I've just been kind of busy. I've been working a lot. So I've been going to bed after work. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to get all that going. Um, also, I'd like to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor, Pools by Chris. Don't drain the swamp when you can clean the swamp. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I already said the Twitter. I already said the Instagram. Uh, make sure you like, comment, subscribe, please. I'd really appreciate it if you guys like, comment, subscribe, or rate my pod. You know, give me them five stars. You know, if you're feeling generous. Uh, yeah. But I hope you guys all have a good afternoon. Um, I hope you guys do some fun shit. Oh, and also, y'all motherfuckers got to chill with the Chick-fil-A and Popeye's fucking chicken sandwiches. I wish you motherfuckers went to vote like you're fucking standing in line waiting for them Popeye sandwiches in this 100 degree weather. Get the fuck out of here. Stop being fucking weirdos and actually fucking get involved in shit that matters. Not fucking over here waiting in line in an hour. To fucking get a chicken sandwich when you can when some of you motherfuckers don't even go vote, but you go stand in line in the fucking sun for an hour. Stop being fucking clowns. Uh, yeah, but other than that, have a good day. I really had to say that because a lot of you guys are wildin', dude. So take care, everybody. I hope you guys have a good day. I'm gonna crack a crack a cold one for you boys. Yeehaw, brother. Catch you guys later. Take care.